Broadcasting live from the phx.fm studio in Phoenix, Arizona. It's time for Valley Business Radio, spotlighting the Valley's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Arizona 100 podcast. I'm your co-host, Dr. Adrian McIntyre with phx.fm. I'm here with Abby Fink, publisher of the Arizona 100. Hi, Abby. How are you? I am well. You know, this is interesting times. This is interesting times. It is. Arizona is number one in the world in new COVID-19 cases per capita. There's a lot of concern uh, in the state about doing the right thing at the right time, whether in terms of businesses having to scale back or close down in terms of school. Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, and there's been uncertainty before as this thing has unfolded, but right now seems to be particularly uncertain. A lot of mixed messages nationally at the state level and in our uh, cities where people are trying to communicate what they need and what they want and they don't always line up. And it's just, it's just a lot. How are you? It, well, I, I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, I had a, a little staycation. So I'm just back from a, a few days. My sister was in t- is still in town and we spent a few days. We, we were to have been on a nice two-week vacation out of the country, but uh, that actually got canceled several months ago at this point. So we decided to take advantage of the time and kind of shut down the uh, the internet and turned off the email and just had some quiet time, which was quite lovely, but came back today full force and, and ready to go. But your your comment is, is really interesting in that discussion. She's from California. So there was a lot of comparing and contrasting about, you know, what um, the state of California is talking about, what the state of Arizona is talking about. She's a school teacher. So a lot of discussion about going back to school and and what's the right way to go back and and how should we go back no question that um, well teachers parents kids all want some form of returning back to a, a school you know is that physical in a building or is that you know a combination of remote learning and, and in classroom learning so I think there's still a lot to to talk about I think we're um, you know, where I, I fall in this discussion is really about um, listening to experts and who knows more about these things than I do and, and guiding discussions and making decisions appropriately. I think where I I wish we were spending a little bit more time is understanding how uh, how changes need to be made, because I think, you know, what what we thought we knew you know, a week ago or two weeks ago is different than what we know now and, and you know, what we might have been able to do um, opening up th- certain locations, you know, spurring on the economy, all these things that we've been talking about um, still have consequences and, and, you know, adjustments need to be made. And, and as we've talked about lots of times over the last several weeks, um, a patience and understanding with, with changes and what that means and, and, um, doing all the things that we should be doing or could be doing. Um, one of the stories in, in this week's issue of the Arizona 100 is a um, results of a survey that the University of Phoenix did on, you know, what what are we thinking as individuals about um, the impact of COVID-19? And, and it was both kind of personal responsibility and then what is the larger context? And, and, 
um, the vast majority of adults that answered the questions say that they personally are doing everything they can to follow the, the social distancing guidelines and the recommendations that we're hearing about 89% of those that were surveyed said, you know what, we are doing what we're supposed to do. We're wearing our masks, we're washing our hands, we're, you know, staying socially distant. And, um, and of that, 86% say, yes, this is a concern. We're going to see the impact of, you know, COVID-19 for quite some time and, and didn't dive into, you know, all the things that the impact is, but we certainly know economically, personally, uh, those things are, you know, business-wise are all going to be impacted. But, you know, the, the, this was taken a little bit prior to the governor, um, recent discussions about, um, you know, once again, looking at closing down businesses and such, but, um, a, a, a smaller percentage, about 16% said they would, you know, go out and eat at restaurants, assuming that they were providing the guidelines and, and they would go to an event and they would attend gatherings and they will use public transportation. So again, personal responsibility, do what you need to do to protect yourself and others. And then these other things become more available to us. So, um, I suspect we could spend every episode of this podcast for the foreseeable future talking about it. And each time we talk about it, there'd be something different to discuss. Um, I will um, be glad to have those discussions because I think that the more we talk about it and we discuss what the impact will be and what it means for each of us, um, we gain more and more information. Um, As I said, I was on vacation this week. Um, which meant I had a little bit more uh, freedom to have time frame freedom to go out and do some things. Um, visited a couple retail outlets and most of the stores were limiting the number of people to be in the store at any given time, which meant customers and their employees um, requiring masks at the door, um, hand sanitizing stations as soon as you entered the building or exited. It was at the at the main Um Without a doubt, uh, friendly staff, very helpful staff, outgoing, wanting to make um, the customer experience be one that obviously resulted in a sale because they are, you know, have been uh, unable to provide those kinds of services. Um, didn't didn't feel compromised in any way by being there. Um, but we limited what we did. You know, we we went to one store and then we came home. You know, we weren't doing full on shopping in and out of stores and such. Um, but stimulated the economy. To be honest, we did make some purchases, so um, it was good to get out and do that and and kind of ex- you know be and experience some of the things that are happening. So if we do it in a responsible way, it's sometimes easy to let the the macro issues dominate our thinking because they do get the most attention, the most noise, the most coverage in the media and so on. And there's a lot of big things at stake. Uh, this, you know, as an election year, so our Secretary of State, as in many other states, has been looking at how do we minimize the risk of voting as a source of infection, voting by mail, et cetera. Uh, this is there are the questions as we've mentioned about going back to school and the superintendent of public instruction has been weighing in on that uh, and a lot of these big topics there's travel at stake you know this last uh, weekend over Fourth of July is typically a, a lot of Arizonans go south uh, to Mexico and were turned away uh, you know 
there's just a lot going on. But at the micro level, and that's where we always like to bring it back in these conversations, there are individual business owners, individual employees, community leaders, uh, nonprofit organizations trying to navigate the minutiae of this stuff. And these top line news stories and a lot of the heat that goes along with the polarization of opinion about these issues um, misses uh, what's really important, which is something that you're continually reminding us of through the virtual pages of the Arizona 100, is that throughout the state, there are individual companies, individual organizations, individual communities who are doing good, trying to do well, trying to help out, trying to make it through this. And those are the stories that we do uh, always end up celebrating and focusing on here. Well, and and, and this pandemic has required all of us to think differently in every aspect of our life. And this this publication focuses primarily on on our on the business community, the nonprofit community, but this is impacting everyone. We we are all in all aspects of our life looking to, you know, to do things differently. How are we doing things differently? I just I read an article over the weekend about um the 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 positive financial changes that this is cost or it is requiring us all to do. So we might be because gyms are closed. So we might have put our gym membership on hold and that's saving $60, $70 a month. Um, we may not be able to go to our um, nail salons as often as we did or get our hair cut or some of these other things. And there's, so there's been some financial changes in our, in our behavior. And the, the article was talking about, well, what of those financial changes that you've had to do because you were forced to do, Will you now think differently about doing in the future? And I have been, you know, fascinated, I guess, by how much that meant to me. And when I look at my checking account at the end of a pay period or what's in my savings account now, um, where I was spending, where I just wasn't giving any thought to it, you know, $5 here, $10 there. And it's not that I haven't been spending money. And in fact, I've probably spent the same amount of money just in different places. I have given more to charitable organizations that have reached out um, and to uh, different kinds of nonprofits that I might not have otherwise known about, but the role that they're playing in the community is a different need. And so I have taken what might have been my, you know, $50, $60 a week habit at the local coffee place and reallocated that to something else. And that's been something that I have noticed across the board is is when asked to step up people are willing to do it and and that's been to me that you know we the one of the positive bright spots in what has been happening is that the community by and large is supporting our our vulnerable populations in a way that we might not have done certainly might not have done in in the summer when we're off doing other things, you know, we might do it at the end of the year when we're thinking about a tax benefit and such. So it's been really impressive to me to see how, as a community, a larger community, we're stepping up to help others and whether that's being done in a financial way or whether we're able to do that by, you know, volunteering or being a part of a, of a larger discussion. And, and so I, I'm intrigued by that idea and I hope those are some of those positive changes that will carry with us, you know, when, because it will be a when, this gets settled into a, a more normal environment and we're back to doing things that we're typically doing that we're going to see 
um, the support that the community has has demonstrated because it's it's been very impressive. And it, you know what? It's good for you. It's good for your health, good for your mental health to help others. So there's reason Absolutely. to do it. And we had a great conversation at the end of last year on Valley Business Radio with a number of nonprofit leaders about charitable giving. And of course, that's a timely conversation in December uh, as we approach the limit for people to make contributions that would count as tax deductions for that year. But a consistent theme throughout that conversation was what a, a mindset of service can bring to your everyday life all year round. So I'm for it. I'm for having that conversation. And it's important to remember that despite the devastation and the and the dislocation and the just generally disturbed thinking that we're all probably experiencing in one way or another there is a lot of good that is happening and without diminishing in any way the losses people have experienced financially interpersonally family members that have lost etc it's important to remember that there is a lot that's coming out of this on the other side whenever that is i mean as someone who has been uh, a power user of technology uh, since childhood because of the circumstances of my birth and growing up in a tech household with a radio station family and so did on. Did we call it I, tech back then? I don't think we called it we technology We didn't. It was called then. electronics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, the, the, the amount of... Uh, improvement in the quality of a lot of the tools that we rely on has gotten so much better in just a short period of time. I mean, it was okay before, but the fact that people are now realizing there's a lot that they can do that they didn't know they could do uh, remotely. Uh, and so that's just one example. And we've had many others. Um, it's just a reminder that this story is not singular and there are many different dimensions and different aspects to it. And as we continue to live our way through it, uh, it's important to look for those bright spots uh, without being delusional or diminishing the the very real costs and consequences right. of this pandemic. Right. But there are, you know, there are there are lots of good things going on in our community statewide. A lot of organizations that are still um, or continue to do, you know, good good work in our community. Um, our our community college districts, our universities are continuing to be recognized for new programming, um, new degree programs. They of course are looking at how to deliver that, um, you know, via technology, whether you know on campus uh, happens or not. I think you're going to see a lot more online learning opportunities, which of course opens up the door for so many more individuals to access higher education and whether you take the route of a community college or you do that through a four-year university. You know, we now have a chance to participate in, in some really interesting and innovative programs that might not have been open to us, you know, in the past because of, you know, just access and such. So, you know, technology is finding its way in all sorts of places. Businesses are, are opening up new buildings, breaking ground in places. Prescott is going to uh, welcome a new technology company called CB CP Technologies broke ground on a headquarters location there. Um, a new restaurant in Scottsdale is opening called Francine. So um, we're seeing a lot of, of um, continued growth. Might have slowed down a little bit for an individual organization, pacing themselves, making sure that opening makes sense and they can do it in the right way. But um, I don't. I don't see. You know. I don't see Arizona stopping its economic 
engines, I just think they're, they might be slowing, slowing down a tad bit um, to do a little bit more evaluation and a little bit more um, thinking about the timing of, and such so that but you can still drive around anywhere in the state and you see roads under construction, you see buildings going up. Uh, so you know that means that people are still making those kind of investments, which is what we celebrate all the time in, in the pages of uh, the Arizona 100 and here on our, our discussion on the podcast. Um, one other thing, you know, is, as summer is here and as many of us are not um, getting the chance necessarily to be out of town on our vacations, we're spending more time in our, in our local communities and, and, you know, maybe in our backyard swimming pools and such. So I want to remind everybody to, you know, watch your kids around water. Uh, Arizona Association of Realtors has a, um, a campaign going around making sure that pool safety is still top of mind. Um, and certainly for all of us, we need to make sure that we're doing what we can to keep everybody safe, use sunscreen, all the other things about being outside, although it's 110 and maybe outside is, is a slightly less amount of time these days. But but be smart and enjoy you know what we have available to us in our community and, and remember um, the good things that we have going on and, and um, where you can visit and, and frequent some of our local businesses and entrepreneurs, please, we encourage you to do that. Um, if you can give, find a local nonprofit that you support their mission and, and you know, donate there and, and help make sure that we continue our, our economy here in Arizona in this new world of, of the COVID-19 environment, but still lots of great things happening in it. It makes me, uh, makes me proud to be able to highlight some of those things. Yes, absolutely. And it's an important reminder in the public service announcement category that uh, some things don't change. And that includes the intense heat of the Arizona summers. And so the sunscreen and the pool safety is critical. Um, The limiting your activity, your exertion, you know, in the hottest part of the day, hydration, all of those things. Uh, and, And you're absolutely right. There is a lot to do. Uh, without going terribly far. I mean, my family and I were just up north at Arizona last week, uh, which is a wonderful drive-through experience. Uh, in, you know, so you get that mix of nature, but also being safe. And and there's a lot of that even even closer to home as well. Anything else that we need to be thinking about here, Abby? Well, uh, really, no. I think that's um, you know a nice discussion on on our, how great our state is and the things that we've got going on here. If you are a business or a community organization and you would like us to consider uh, in talking about you on our podcast or in our issue, please send a note to editor at thearizona100.com. Comes out twice a month, second and fourth Thursday of each month. So we will be um, seeing a new issue here soon. You can see us online at thearizona100.com. It's a free newsletter. And of course, the podcast, anywhere that you find your podcasts. Is that right? Is that how That's I say right. that? That's right. Anywhere, Anywhere podcasts are found. Yes. <laughs> it's on your phone. It's on Pandora. <laughs> it's uh, it's basically anywhere. Spotify and all the other places. Abby Fink, thanks again for a great conversation. Thank you. For all of us here at phx.fm, this is Dr. Adrian McIntyre. We'll see you next time on the Arizona 100 podcast. Mm-hmm.